Welcome to the Table 40 Podcast with Matt and Leslie Holiday, part of the Sports Spectrum Podcast Network. With Matt and Leslie taking a brief pause from recording new episodes of the show, we're going to use this opportunity to revisit some old shows. With the NFL playoffs set to begin this weekend, this could possibly be Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger's final postseason. Matt and Leslie talked to Big Ben back in 2020, so we're going to revisit that conversation and hear what Ben Roethlisberger had to say about growing up in Ohio, playing high school and college football there, and growing up as a man in the faith and leading his team both on the field and off the field. Thanks so much for joining this week. Take a listen to Matt and Leslie Holiday talking with Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. So today on, on Table 40, we have a special guest, uh, awesome football quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. Ben, thanks for coming on. Let's jump right into it. So so how did you end up at Miami of Ohio? Like how did, what were your offers out of, out of high school? And do you think that maybe not playing quarterback until your senior year? Um, I mean, maybe Miami of Ohio is your dream school, but was there, was there other schools that you thought you wanted maybe go, go to out of high school? Um, I, I had zero offers, obviously, going into my first game of, of my senior year. My first game, I, I think I threw like six touchdown passes, the first game. And so right away, Miami called and was was interested. And then I had a couple small Division two schools call. In the second game, I threw like five touchdowns. And so then all of a sudden, like, there were a couple more coming in. But Miami was the first school to offer me a scholarship. And the coach was unbelievable. Um, he believed in me from the get-go. You know, he was always like, no, this guy's the guy we need. And so literally every game I threw, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight touchdowns, whatever it was. And by the end of my um, senior year, I had offers from pretty much everybody in the country. Um, and so people are always like, why didn't you go to Ohio State? Why didn't you go to Ohio State? And I tell them, this is my Ohio State story, especially people from Ohio, is at that time, John Cooper was the coach. Mm-hmm. And I went down, I took, it was, and Ohio State was only an hour and a half from my hometown. Went down, took a visit with my high school coach. And I walked, I sat in Coach Cooper's office, and I was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Ben, we can't wait to have you. All this, you know, thinking that the Ohio State would, would sell. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. This guy, like, wants me to come. And um, a week later, I started taking I started taking my visits, right? And, I, and a week later, I was going to the University of Duke um, to visit. And I went through the airport, the Columbus airport to fly, and I saw Coach Cooper. Remember, this is one week later. I said, hey, hey, Coach Cooper, how you doing? And he didn't know who I was. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay, maybe he just doesn't like, so I said, hey, I'm Ben Rob, And he just had no idea who I was. And so I was supposed to go to Ohio State the next weekend. I canceled it and said, I'm not, I'm done with it. I ended up canceling Ohio State visit and I went to Miami. And I'm, I'll never forget this. My dad told me, he said, whatever you do, do not commit while you're here. Like, go, let's go home and talk about it. You know, no matter how, how much you love it. And I went there and the last days, cause I played basketball. My, my recruiting visits will always be like Sunday, Monday. Right. So it was never a fun time to go. Right. Um, and so I went there and I'll never forget. I sat in co- my coach Terry Hepner's office the last day. And I said, coach, I'm coming. And I, I could just feel my dad probably like, <laughs> no, <laughs> but um, you know what? It just felt right. You know, they were the first ones to offer me a scholarship they had a senior quarterback, so I knew I'd have a chance to compete, you know, like sit for a year and then compete. Um, and, and, and they're obviously a great education in Miami. It was only two hours from my hometown, so it was kind of close but far enough. 
but truth, truth of the matter is the, co- the head coach got me. Um, Terry Hetner was an amazing man. Um, he's passed away, you know, he since has passed away. Um, and, and that, that's just, I mean, he just, he was like a second father to me. I, I, I'd love that man to death. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so from your freshman year, you did sit out or you played right away? No, I redshirted. Okay. Uh, but I redshirted and then I played after that. Your redshirt freshman year, you had a huge year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did pretty well. We won some big games, um, and that kind of stuff, but, uh, you know, and then every year just got a little bit better, a little bit better. Um, and, and then obviously my, I mean, the pros still were never like, I think it's weird for me. And I don't know how you were, but like growing up, I don't, I don't remember people ask me all the time, did you always want to play in the pros? And I'm like, no, I wasn't like growing up. That's not what my dad, like, it's not what I live for. Mm-hmm. I assumed I was going to get like, be a teacher. Like I went to school for education. I thought I was going to be a teacher, a coach and, and just have a quote unquote normal life. If you will. Yeah. I never had dreams and aspirations. I mean, yeah, I was in the front yard, like, being Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, like doing those things, but I never thought it was real. Yeah. Um, and so I, I didn't have those dreams as a kid. So even like in college, I was just, I got college paid for. Like, you know, my parents didn't, my, we grew up with no money. So my parents didn't have to pay for college. That was the goal was just to, to get to college so my parents didn't have to pay. And, um, and so then once you get like a couple of years into college, things are looking good. Then all of a sudden agents start calling. And I'm like, well, I didn't, it still didn't make sense to me. Like, okay, I appreciate y'all, but I didn't understand why. And then um, one agent who is still my agent today, um, he contacted me and was, and we, he's only a couple years older than me. So we struck up a really close friendship and we just would have conversations and he would tell me like, no, you have like a a legit chance. He said, going into my, what was, what ended up being my junior year, which ended up being my last year of school. He said, I, he said, um, you know, I said, what, what, what needs to happen? If this is real, what needs to happen this year for me to have a chance? He said, well, he goes, the biggest thing I would tell you is you need to, you know, win football games, but you need to have a two to one touchdown to interception ratio. Like that, that should be kind of a, your goal. And the first game was at Iowa and I threw four interceptions and one touchdown. <laughs> that <hurts the> ratio. <laughs> I, I'll never forget after the game, he was there. And I said, well, it looks like I'm staying for another year. <laughs> <laughs> my ratio. Yeah. Um, but you know, the rest of the, you know, we ended up playing really well the rest of the time. And where, where, where is Jesus in, in sort of the last, we've covered high school to college. Where is Jesus in sort of these years? You know what I'm saying? Like, where is yeah. your, your faith and kind of where is, uh, what kind of, what does that look like? Yeah, for sure. No, I think, um, I, you know, in high school, obviously it's your, it's front and center, right? Cause your parents, you, you have no choice. Um, in the matter like if I wanted to go you know if you want to go to like a homecoming dance that's fine Saturday night you better be up Sunday morning for church you know like it was so so I think when you're in high school and your parents are there and you're kind of um you're forced in, in, in lack of a better word you, you it's right there it's in front of you there's no you have no choice I think when you go to college you 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 have a choice right you you either stay on that path or you can just do because now you're in control of yourself you don't have to go yeah. um and so it's really you know, it's up to you to make that decision. And I, I don't think I got, I didn't necessarily go away from my faith. I always believed and stuff like that. I didn't lose my faith in him, but I didn't grow. I didn't grow as a Christian in college. And I wish more than anything I would have, I wish I would have been on the path um, of growth and trying to get closer to him all through college, because I can only imagine where I'd be now if I would have done that, you know, but you kind of, you know, and that's, that's the hard part. And I, I would encourage any high school people out there or college people like, 
make a conscious effort because it's hard because when we grow up, right, our parents take us to church. Like it's their church. So it's our church family. When you go to college, you have to actively go find a church family. And that's not easy to do. Um, and so um, that's what I, I would just encourage people, like, like make that effort. Go physically try and, and find a church. And, and or, or, you know, I don't remember even in college, and we might have had it, but I don't remember there being like a, like a group of guys on the team that did like something, you know, like try and find something like that. Now I know there's like, Christian, is Fellowship Christian Athletes still going? FCA, there's still FCA and some other stuff, yeah. I would, I would just encourage athletes to, to or not even athletes, just anybody. When you go, to, when you go to, 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 to college, do it. Be active and find it because um, those college years can be tough. We all know, and it, and it can pull you so far away from your faith. I was lucky that I didn't get pulled away from it, but I just didn't grow. I kind of stayed like here, you know? And so, and then same thing when you get to, you know, when you get to the pros or when you leave college you're unless you go back home to your hometown where you have a church family you know i had to come to pittsburgh and i didn't know anybody here i didn't know churches i didn't know youth people i, I knew nothing like that so same sort of thing so i went through a, a phase of my life where i didn't i wasn't i wasn't growing and my college coach always said you either improve or you deteriorate you never stay the same so i would have to say if i wasn't improving i was going down um you know and i, I wasn't growing in my faith and so um I, I, those are the, those are the, the few things that I, I regret and I wish I would have done better in college. And then the first, then my parents ended up moving to Pittsburgh and, you know, you start looking for church stuff and now we're blessed. We've got an amazing church family. And, and that's why I say, so the last you know 10 years or so have been great because we found a church family. We've got good, you know, small group at our, you know, we do and things like that. But there was that period of like three years, four years in college. And then like three or four years, my first couple of years in the pros where I wasn't, growing as a Christian. And I wish I would have, because I can only imagine where my walk would be now, but I do remember, and you have, you have to remember these things that it's his plan and his, you know, he knew what he was doing and I was trying, you know, and, but I just encourage people to do everything you can to, especially in college, try and find a church family if you can that's or go home every weekend, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's really good advice. I, I really love that. So, so talk about your pro career a little bit um, with Matt. I think, Baseball and football are similar in the fact that you do become family with your teammates and, and some of your family members are better than others, for sure. <laughs> so as far as the locker room goes, is there anybody early in your career that um, impacted your walk with the Lord? Matt has a couple guys in early in his career that have definitely shaped and molded his faith. And so is there anybody like that for you? You know, I, I think, um, and I don't, and maybe it's just, just because I was so, so I had a lot of success early, you know, won a Super Bowl. My, I, I came in my first year and, and the second game of the year I had to play because the quarterback got hurt and then we won every single game. And so all of a sudden, and then in Pittsburgh, when football is like everything, yeah. uh, it's like, wow, all of a sudden I'm the man. And then you win a Super Bowl your second year and then you win one a couple of years. I mean, it's like, holy cow, it's crazy success really early. I don't remember it being as cool to be a Christian as it is today. Right. Maybe it was, and I just wasn't, my eyes weren't open to it. I had tunnel vision. Right. But now like we have, you know, we do Bible studies on Friday mornings and there might be 20 some guys in there, yeah. you know, chapel the night before the game. There's so many people. Um, and, and so it's kind of like, it feels cool to be a Christian now, I think, yes, sure. you know, yeah. and it's like, like, and that's what I, you know, I, I just did a testimony for man, but I, I told people I want to be, I want to be a better Christian than I am football player. 
Like, I don't think there has to be one or the other. Like, I don't think you have to be either a really good athlete or a really good Christian. Like, you can be both. And, and I don't, and I, I encourage high school kids because I know in high school, like, that definitely wasn't the coolest thing to do is be a, a Christian. You know, you asked me the question about who mentored me in, in my faith in, in football. I don't know that I had one early. And yeah. that's, and I wish I would, I wish I made, like I said, that could be my fault because I could have not allowed it. But I don't remember the team doing a Bible study, the chapter before. Um, but now we have got great guys in this team and great teammates and guys that just love, I mean, we've got guys on our team that just love the Lord and it's so much fun to watch. Do you ever feel like as the quarterback and you're, you're, you know, I mean, you're the leader of the team and you're the face of the franchise. Is there a burden for you to make sure that you're getting to know, I mean, it's a big roster, you know, 50, 60 guys. Like, is there a burden sometimes for you to make sure that you're interacting and getting to know and, and really, I guess, making sure that, that the relationships with that many guys, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like with 25 guys and, you know, pitchers are kind of off on doing their own deal. Like, Sometimes I feel like I, there was guys I didn't really know, and I felt a little bit of guilt about that. You know, that, that's been one of the, the criticisms that, that I've faced over the years is that I, I haven't been the best teammate because I haven't gotten to know everybody and I haven't gotten to be close with everybody. Um, you know, I take the mindset a lot of times and the approach. I think the more people know me and know me longer, understand that I just want to win. I'm not here to make friends all the time. And I and, – and I, and I know it's hard. I think it's I've, as I've gotten older, I've tried to walk a finer line. I try to be walk that line of trying to be a more approachable person. Mm -hmm. But you know, early in my career, especially, it was like if you're not like you know maybe a young guy or something, right? A guy that's a practice squad guy or someone that is a rookie. Like if you're not helping me win right now, I don't have time for you. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm just telling you that's just the pro. Like I'm trying to win, and if and if I don't need, I don't have time to sit here and ask you who right. your you know what your pet's name is and stuff like that. Like. If I use it. I, I joke, but I always say, like, if you're looking for a friend, go to the boys and girls club, like go to the YMCA. Like I'm, I'm here trying to win a championship. Right. I'm not saying that's right by any means. I'm just saying that's the approach I had. And I've, I've tried over the last handful of years, four or five years to really take an approach of trying to get to know guys a little better. I think I was, I think it hurt me early on because every time I felt like I would get close to someone, they would get traded, they'd get released, you know, whatever it was. And it's like, why am I, why am I, yeah, spending so much time getting close to someone and then they're gone. And yeah, you talk when guys get traded, like you still talk to them a little bit, but it's not the same. It's way different. So I, I think that that hurt me early on with that approach um, of, of not. But you know, like you say, yeah, I, I, it's hard to know guys. It's hard to know everybody because you know, offense and defense and um, you know, kickers and specialists and all the things that go on. And, and you've got. Um, you know, 53 guys on the roster, plus then you've got six or seven practice squad guys, and it can change so much. And so I, 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 I haven't been good at it, but the last four or five years, I've really tried to spend time to let guys, like I tell guys all the time, like, why, why do you think I'm not approachable? Have you tried? And I said no. And they're like, well, you just have this look on your face. I'm like, I just, that's not, this is my face. My face, what's wrong with it? But yeah. nothing uh, I can do. It's the only face I got. Yeah, so it, it is. It's, it's something I've, I've tried to work on to be closer to guys because I think it's important to still, especially now trying to be a, a mentor and a leader, especially in my faith. Like, I want them to be able to come approach me if they have questions about, you know, fatherhood, you know, being an older, the older guy on the team and stuff like that. Like, guys are starting to do that, and I, I do enjoy that. I, take, I like to take the time because it gives me an opportunity to, to add my two cents on being a, a good husband and father, but also on being trying to be a good Christian. That's good. Well, we want to be respectful for your time. We thank you for coming on and just appreciate it, man. Good, good wisdom and 
uh, awesome. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. My pleasure. Enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to Table 40 with Matt and Leslie Holiday, part of the Sports Spectrum Podcast Network. For more stories on sports intersecting with faith, check out sportsspectrum.com.